Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast all about the Zodiac? Then you must be thinking of another podcast. Oh! Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. How are you? I'm shocked. How are you? Shocked? Why? I'm shocked and appalled. I learned a fact. Okay. And I don't think you're ready for it. I might not be if you're okay. so shocked and appalled. I just need to run this past you. So, okay. What do you, what do you call a baby cat? A uh, kitten. What do you call a baby dog? A puppy. What do you call a baby horse? A foal. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> what, do you not know that? I, so, what's a pony? <laughs> a pony is a small horse. Like, it's a, like, like a mini horse. Why do you know this? Because I n- know horses. <laughs> <laughs> why? Is this because you're a brony? Is that why? I don't think so. I just, I always thought. That ponies were baby horses? Yeah, but they're not. It's like a four. It's no, a horse yeah. under fourteen point two hands. Whatever. The, like who, who yeah. looked at horses and was like, "Wait a minute, this horse is just a little small." If it's you just- take seven people and you put all their hands on top of each other, and the horse is bigger than that, that's a horse. <laughs> is it horse Anything or slower. seven hands? God, I just don't. It upsets me, and I don't like it, um, and I. I think I feel lied to. I think because I've looked that up before. Like, what do you call baby versions of animals? And like, I've just I've just happened to have learned that. Like, you know, what's a what's a baby cow then? A calf, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, man, what's I, a baby donkey? Is there is there a term for baby ones. donkey? Are they also foals? I don't baby think donkey. so. I think it's just a donkey. Oh, baby donkeys are so cute. <laughs> oh, baby donkey. My goodness. What do you call a baby donkey? It's a foal again. Okay. Okay. So it's a baby male or female donkeys. I thought yeah. a foal was the lady and a colt is a little boy. Uh, I don't know about that. What I, is a colt? Because I think colt is like a breed. Like it's a look. Kind of like saying a brindle dog, you know? So a colt is a young, uncastrated male horse. In particular, one less than four years old. Okay. So foal is and just a young horse a colt, or related animal. Not to be confused with a foal. So okay, won't get foaled again. It was probably one of those like BuzzFeed things where it was like, "What do you call baby versions of these animals?" You know, and I was like, "Ah, oh, what do you?" You know. Plus, my so uncle a, a like raises horses. So oh, what? Yeah, he like has horses. So I guess I just have also heard it from there too. Okay, and okay, so I'm if... I'm just a little bit more country than you. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
You're a little bit country. I'm a little bit rock and roll. <laughs> like, I really don't know why I know that. Man. I just do. I thought I was going to stump you and shock you. I'm, <laughs> I'm angry. <laughs> uh, what's a baby goose? A gosling. Yes. A Ryan Gosling. Okay. Uh, what's a baby chicken? A baby chicken is a chick. Yeah. <laughs> what about a baby bird? Just call that a baby bird, right? Ooh, that's a hatchling. That's boring. Oh, hatchling. That's boring. All right. Well, okay. Well, I'm sorry to burst your bubble. <laughs> yeah. Fun trivia, I guess. No, yeah. Ponies are just like small horses. Ponies are just little horses, man. Kind of like how there's like, uh, shit. What what are they called? There's like pincers, but then there's like miniature pincers, you know? Like oh, the for dogs? dogs? Yeah. Like, pincher. yeah. They're like. Is a pincher a thing? Like a full red pincher dog? Yeah. Pincher dog. All I'm seeing is miniature. Oh, Doberman pincher. Yeah. Like, okay. Like they're two different things, but yeah, one's just little min pin. One's just tiny, you know. Min pins are so cute. Because the way they almost lead it in like because if you think about ponies, you usually think of like my little pony, and I feel like most people would just think that's like a small girl horse, you know. Yeah. But there's boy ponies, you know. I have a, a like a I have a rap in my head right now about dogs, and I don't know where it's coming from. Is it just Habaka de Kappa? <laughs> no. It's like Doberman Pincher, Great Pyrenees, Fluffy Wuffy Bulldog. I, what is this? Nope. Do not know that one. Oh god, somebody write in and tell me what that's from. I think it's like an old Nickelodeon thing. I don't I don't know. It's just it's something that like just hatched out of the lizard part of my brain and is now I think you invented it. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. Okay. E- everyone write in about this because I have no idea. Please write in. Uh, well, speaking of trivia. Okay. I'm going to trivia. <laughs> Man, I love trivia. It's fun. I have not been since, you know, everything went to shit. Yeah. Uh, we were going to go back in like May for my mom's birthday. But then it was like it was one of those things where like. We're finally free of the COVID. Let's all go to trivia. And then somebody very close to me got COVID. And I was like, okay, (laughs) I guess we're not going. So, yeah, but now, hopefully, God willing and the creek don't rise, on Thursday, I will be at trivia. Nice. I would love to go again, but if me and Taylor went alone, there would be no purpose for us going. (laughs) Because we literally sit there. Because I got movies. And I look to Taylor for sometimes when they ask, like, fashion questions. And she's pretty yeah. good with some history stuff sometimes. And I'm just okay. like, why? Why you know this? Yeah. So, like, we each have the thing that we know. But that's usually two questions out of a whole round of trivia. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, we're basically useless. I do good with, like, pop culture, like, music, movies, TV. I'm usually solid at those. Richard has sports covered. He has history. So the two of us are pretty solid. But, like, my whole family together creates a complete team. We all have our own areas of expertise. Yeah. Well, good. Let me know how that goes. I'm curious as to how it works. If they're just like, nope, it's back to normal. We're cramming you in, you know, shoulder to shoulder again. I mean, that's what restaurants are like these days. So. They are, and I'm a little surprised sometimes. I am too. I d- sometimes I go out and I'm just like, 
there's still COVID out there <laughs> and it's, it's dicey, but I yeah. mean, I guess we're vaccinated. So I wish you good luck. Good, uh, good answers all around. If they have any questions about ponies, I'm fucking there for it. Yep. You know, now how tall is a pony? 14.2 hands or less. Can I crack into this? Uh, yeah, I, some, in a fugue state, I don't know when, but I have, I brought a can in here to crack open, and then I realize now that I've been drinking out of it this entire time, so. Well, why don't you uh, flick the tab for us? Let's get one of these. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That goes, like, right into each other. Ding! Blink! Mm-mm-mm. Scotchy, scotch, scotch. Here it goes down. Down into my belly. Man, you know when you can feel like the the fizz just travel, yeah, all the way down. Feels so good. <clears throat> Have you ever been eating like hot soup, and it's just like a little too warm, and you just feel this like hot magma going down your <laughs> yes. esophagus? You know, it's like what a lo- what a volcano must feel like, but in reverse. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> So I need to crack into it because I have updates for you. Update me. I need to tell you all about these damn kitties. Okay. Okay. I was going to tell you last time we ran a little long. I skipped over it. Okay. Okay. Are they thriving? Are they good? Oh, they're too much thriving. I hate okay. it. Okay. <laughs> Why? They're huge. They're huge now. Good. They are climbing out of their containment units. Oh, no. They've breached. Yeah. They are menaces now that's not good well except for the boy the boy is like perfect he is he is a fantastic gentleman boy kittens are like really chill up until i find like roughly wicket's age (laughs) yeah like i I have a feeling one day he'll like realize what he can do and just be like oh i have energy and then yeah basically that's how it goes well i guess i'll start at the beginning yeah where all this started spinning me a yarn a yarn ball for kittens so we had them all, you know, like bundled together because they're siblings, you know, they're all like hanging out, cuddling up, being all cute, right? A little kitten pile. And so one day I hear them like, I hear this like licking noise, I guess. Okay. So I like kind of look in there and I'm like, oh, it's so cute. Like the one's licking the other one. Like they're grooming each other at like a week old. How fucking adorable, right? Okay. And I was like, that's sweet. So I took a video. Things were cool. I tell Taylor about it, and they don't really do it again. And then, like, the next day, they're doing it. And I'm like, oh, my God, come here, come here, come here. So I tell her to come here, and we look. And we're like, they're not licking each other. I was like, she is suckling. Oh, no. But on the boys, dingling. No, no. (laughs) That's not not what that's for. So separate them, and she literally has pee just smeared all over her face. Oh, Jesus. And then, you know, he's got pee going down both of his legs, right? Oh, my God. (laughs) So we give them both a bath, you know, we do all the stuff, and then we find out that sometimes they can suckle, like, their litter mates when they're, like, separated from mom, like these ones are, you know? Oh, yeah. And they can actually, like, cause harm in doing it. Oh, no. If we were to have let her continue suckling on him one she's drinking just pee all the time yeah that's not good so bad and she could like inflame his his private parts to the point where he can't pee jesus and since he's so tiny 
you wouldn't be able to do a catheter, so he oh would be in, like, real big trouble, you know? Okay. So, separate him and leave her with the other girl. Like, that should be fine, right? Hopefully. Uh, like, a day goes by, everything's fine, and the next thing you know, she's doing it to the girl. The other girl. Okay. And it's, like, not even just her private part. Sometimes it, it was, like, trying to, like, grab her ear. And so we're reading about that. And if she were to, like, suckle on her ear, she could cause, like, hematomas and, like, oh, make it swell God. up and cause, you know, places on her ear. What the fuck? So we left the boy and the good girl together, like, put them back together, just separated out the bad girl. <laughs> right? So there's just, like, one that's sucking on everybody. Yeah. It's just okay. the one. But then the other girl started doing it to the oh. to the boy. So now they all live in their own separate prisons. <laughs> you know? Okay. They live yeah. in prison. And it's been decent from there. Okay, kind that's of. good. Do they still get, like, cuddle time together? Like, supervised cuddle time? I don't think anymore. Okay. Because we were, and they kind of do okay. But, like, when you get them all together... They all just start sucking on each other. <laughs> Jesus. So, no. No more no more together time, I don't think. Okay. I think we're done with that. Yeah. All right. Like, they just... Not good anymore. They suck. Literally. Maybe they can, like, each have, like, their own individual time together. Or, can you like, give them, like, outside. something to suck on? So, actually, I don't have a picture of it. I was going to tell you about that. Taylor decided that since this is becoming such a problem well also okay so first before i get into that the little girl that won't stop sucking on everybody right okay yeah when you pick her up she's going like full-blown oedipus trying to gouge out her own eyeballs okay what the fuck why i don't know she freaks the fuck out when you pick her up she just starts like thrashing on her face right Okay. Like a mental patient. Jesus. She just goes berserk. She goes berserk. And so I usually have to like hold her, hold her little arms down to kind of do stuff, right? Yeah. And then like when you let him go, she's chill, but then she just goes like, and starts again. Okay. So we're kind of trying to learn about that. And Taylor's like, well, maybe she's just really that anxious because she's not, you know, Without mom, without being able to suckle when she wants, because she's trying it so hard with everybody. Yeah. So Taylor actually made a thing. I'll put a picture in uh, Discord for us later. But Taylor was like, what if I just make them something? What if I make a thing that I can put in there and they can just suckle on this thing all the time whenever they want? Yeah. Like a little fake mom, right? Kind of. So we bought kind of like tube socks. Taylor, like, cut a little hole out, put one of the extra nipple things we have in there, sewed it in there, and we filled it with rice so that it's kind of mushy so they can knead on it and stuff. Plus, we can microwave it. Oh, yeah. Give them, like, a little bit of warmth, right? That's smart. So, it's in there now. We'll see what she does with it. Because, like, we just made one 20 minutes before we started to record tonight. So, it is a very fresh idea. And we'll see how it goes. But if that works and she chills out that would be amazing yeah that would she is a wild child well hopefully i mean she settles down is that the spicy one that won't stop meowing all the time no it's the other one spicy one's pretty chill 
for being spicy, she's not hard anymore. Okay. <laughs> she's really chill. Except for, like, when it's time to eat. And she's got a problem about coughing the milk up through her nose. Oh, no. She does it all the time. Poor baby. So she'll be, like, drinking the bottle, and, th- and then she just goes, and it comes out her nose, and you see her just, like, Jesus. stop. She closes her eyes and just goes, ah! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> baby <laughs> it's really funny sounding though and so then i keep a rag there i wipe her nose and then she'll sneeze a bunch and then she's like okay i'm i'm ready for more now and then you Jesus. feed her the rest of it okay uh, how much longer you got on these kittens till the end of time i'm probably gonna have them until they're 20 years old who knows oh my god i don't know we'll see but they should be potentially starting wet food Maybe within this week, so... Good. And we bought litter and a little litter box, so we may be starting to try that at some point soon, too. Awesome. So, who knows? Uh, We're putting them at about three weeks old, so we think they were, like, almost a full week when we got them. Yeah. So, we've had them for two. It's work. It's work. Yeah, I don't envy you. That's, I mean, that's a, literally a full-time job. You're lucky that you can work from home and deal with all that all day. Yeah. People should not want to do this for fun. No. <laughs> it's not that much fun. <laughs> well, hopefully you can get them, you know, raised up to an adopting age and get them adopted out. Oh, yeah. I mean, at first I was pretty touch and go on how they would fare, you know, because they were like yeah. just so little and like we just didn't right. know what their condition was. Dude, these things are weeds. <laughs> these things are, gr- like, dude, they're hefty. Their heads are big. Like, they're just... Chunky little babies. They're chunky. It's kind of amazing to see, you know? I can imagine. I mean, regular size kittens grow super fast. I can't picture, like, tiny, fresh yeah. baby kittens. It was like they stayed small, and then one day I picked them up, and was just like, did you double? <laughs> Like, they are all, like, I mean, they are weighty now. It's it's crazy. I'll have to get some updated pictures for you guys. It's like one of those hard little sponges that you put in water, and it, yeah. you come back the next morning, and it's like, ooh, and it's huge. Exactly. Now you have, like, a full-size kitten. Yeah. Congratulations on fatherhood. You're doing a great yeah. job. Thank you. I have a new obsession. Okay. So, you know how my general thing in life is that I jump from hobby to hobby, and I just look for... The next high all the time. Yep, that next hit. I'm constantly on the hunt for my next jolt of serotonin. Okay. And um, I, I've been researching for a very long time and like looking at pictures and stuff and just like, do you ever, do you ever just like admire a hobby and stalk it for <laughs> for a couple of months and then realize I could do this? No. Oh, God. Literally I, never. That's me with everything I run across. I swear to God. Like, like I have my one hobby, and that's games, and that's it. And that's why I have all the all the things that I have, like all my woodworking supplies and all my art supplies. And like, what if I just tried this one thing, and I try it, and I'm like, that's fun. And I yeah. get obsessed with it for a while. So lately, I have been stalking dice making. Damn, I was not even... I was kind of close. What did you think? I was going to go like pottery of some kind. Oh, man. I love pottery. Like, I mean, you are like 
crafting these little things. So it's like ballpark adjacent, I guess. I mean, I guess, sure. So what, you got molds and all that stuff? Uh, Okay, so the way dice making works is like you have to, you have to get a set of master dice. Okay. Because if like if you're planning on selling dice in the future, which I don't know if I'll I'll ever sell them, but like yeah, it's a good idea to have your own copies of dice so that you're not running into any legal troubles when you're trying to sell them. Okay. Um, so I haven't bought masters, but uh, I do have like an extra set of dice for Mansions of Madness, which is the game that you and I play. So I was going to say, are you making like D&D dice? Are you just making like rhombus dice? Like what's... Rhombus dice. Yeah. Give me the whole Um, scoop here. So I really want to get into like the the D&D dice making. I think that would be really fun. But I don't have like it's... It's a lot to create your own masters because, like, you can buy the files to have them 3D printed or you can actually buy the 3D printed dice themselves. Okay. Uh, we, we do have a good friend with a 3D printer who I might commission in the near future okay. to make some dice for me. But we'll, we'll see how that pans out. But so for right now, since I'm not planning on selling any dice, and I just kind of want to, like, get my hands dirty in it. I'm going to be using the little Mansions of Madness dice for practice. Okay. And uh, it's a complicated process. So you have to get the dice into like a little box, essentially. And then you pour silicone over top of them. Okay. And then you like there's there's it's like a long ass process to get the silicone mold created for these guys. But um, that's that's step one. And to even pour silicone like it's not. It's not necessary to have a pressure pot, but every single website that you read, it's like, you don't need a pressure pot, but if you you want good dice, (laughs) you could get a good pressure pot. And I've been like, well, maybe pressure pot could be fun. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll use it for other things in the future. And I found one on sale. So naturally I bought it and it's, so pressure pots are designed for like, like paint guns. So like if you're spraying paint onto a fence or a wall or something. Okay. What they do is they you just put all the paint in the pot and then it draws the air out of it and pressurizes it so you can force it through a hose or what whatnot. Yeah. But if you like take off a bunch of the fittings that come pre-assembled on there and then put on your own like jerry-rigged fittings that you buy from other home improvement stores, you can create a resin casting machine out of it. Okay. So that's where I'm at in my dice journey. <laughs> I have purchased all the stuff and it's been a couple days of troubleshooting because like disassembling a pre-assembled metal thing, you need a lot of torque behind yeah. you. So I've been having the time of my life with it. Uh, luckily, I have a big, strong husband man who's been very helpful in all this. Um, so we, we've taken apart the pressure pot and uh, we we got it all like assembled last night and... You're supposed to test it out by by uh, filling it up with air with the air compressor and then just kind of like leaving it overnight to make sure it'll hold pressure. Okay. And I was like, okay, cool. So we left it and then came back the next morning and it was no longer pressurized. And I was like, God damn it. I thought we were good. <sighs> yeah. And so filled it up again, got a spray bottle full of soapy water and like spritzed the soapy water all over the fittings that we re- that we attached on there. Yep. And, and to see like where the bubbles come out, you know? Yeah. And there's like this one section that just had a bunch of bubbles coming off of it. It was like, okay, we'll just tighten that down real good. So we, we cranked down on that thing, just like fully get it real tight. And uh, it completely breaks off inside the wrench. So nice. 
Yeah. Of course. Tightened a little too hard, a little over-enthusiastic. Um, so, say, and then it just exploded. Uh, I'm so afraid of this pressure pot, man. It's like, it's literally a bomb, essentially, because it's just... I mean, kind of. It's like 60 PSI that you can just, at any moment, the metal fittings could come flying off at you and kill yeah. you. But So I'm I trying mean, to get over my fear. Do of... you have to, like, weld stuff to it to, like, no. keep things in place? No, I mean, we, I just use, like, uh, Teflon glue, basically. Okay. Just, like, got them, got them really in there. Um, we finally, last night, were able to get um, all the fittings totally solid and on there and did the spray bottle test and nothing came out we pressurized it and then i came back this morning checked it out and it fully held air all night long so i think we are ready to go so my next phase is to get the dice poured into the silicone and then put the silicone in the pressure pot to cure and then we'll have the mold for the dice and my resin okay for the dice is in the mail so it'll be here hopefully this weekend and if we're lucky and fortunate I'll have some pictures to post to Instagram of my first set of dice within the next week or so. Okay. (laughs) Keep your eyes out on the Instagram. I'll be posting. If it's a failure, if it's a success, I'll let you guys know. Yeah, I'm excited for you to get to where you're making, like, number-sided dice where you have to, like, etch in the numbers and then you can put, like, the different paints in there and make them all, like, super customizable. Yeah. I'm ready for you to get to that because I want crazy dice. I'm super obsessed with dice Instagram right now. Like I went down a rabbit hole. There's some cool dice out there, man. So I'm, I'm like, I'm knee deep. I'm neck deep in this right now. (laughs) I like how you went from manicure stuff to dice making. Oh, we're still in the manicure stuff too, man. (laughs) But still like, man, because, oh, well, dice. (laughs) Dice. My Instagram is just a battlefield of random hobbies. Oh, that's funny. It's wonderful. Nobody panic, but we're changing it up, okay? We overload you guys with so much stuff at the end. You don't think that it sounds like a lot, but it's really a lot. And I know a lot of people don't just change their format after, you know, 124 episodes of the exact same thing all the time. (laughs) We want everyone to have a chance to experience the the chaos of our weekly mini episodes, those little yes. delicious nuggets of Yimto that we call the preamble. Uh, as you're aware, you can get the full weekly preamble by pledging to any of our Patreon tiers, but we thought, hey, why not give a sampling to all of our listeners so that they have like some idea of what we get up to before we actually hit record on the episode. So each week, we're going to be bringing you a little glimpse of the pre-ramble, a little small nugget. And if what you hear piques your interest, we invite you to head on over to patreon.com slash and sign up to be a patron. Yes, if you go over to the Patreon, we have two different tiers. We can do the lowest level tier. It's just $2 a month. You get uh, the Discord where we talk to each other all the time, day in, day out, all night long. And you also get those lovely pre-rambles that we were just talking about. And if you do like those, you like the community, you just want to have like a little bit more, we do have a $5 one where we do some additional videos that are exclusive to our Zeitgeist tier. Uh, We do some in-depth reviews of movies, TV shows, of games, all kinds of stuff. And we're actually expanding out into some other forays, trying out some stuff. We actually watched a movie with our Zeitgeist people based on a review that we did a month ago. So uh, we're going to be 
doing some other cool stuff with that tier if you are interested. Yes. And if all of that sounds like something you want to be a part of, please don't hesitate to check out our Patreon. The show is entirely fan-funded, and we really, really, really appreciate everybody who helps us make it happen. Without you, this wouldn't be possible, and we love you very much. So, Speaking of all that funding, uh, that uh, fan funding, if you just really like it, you'll want to rep us. We do have a merch store. We do. Of very nice products. I gotta say, they are pretty nice products. I love my shirt so much. It's so comfy. It's solid. It's nice. It's Yimtope. <laughs> so go check out the store as well if you are so inclined and you just want just want a nice shirt, a nice hoodie, a nice tank top, tote bag, a mug for your coffee, all kinds of stuff. So be sure to check it out. Yes. And if you hear all of this and you think mm, no thanks then consider this little snippet of the pre-ramble our free gift to you christ i, I neglected to take my allergy pills last night because i went to bed like later than i should have okay and by the time i got to bed i was like mm, i'm just gonna fall asleep i'm not gonna take any of my pills so <sighs> i just forewent the pills and today my face is like why why'd you do that uh number one yimtope piece of advice do not forego the pills yeah <laughs> truly i swear don't do that and fucking the co-star app it was telling me today it's like why do you self-sabotage all the time oh like shut God. up co-star fucking read me hang on Let me, i'm gonna check mine real quick yeah mine's like quit being mean to yourself you're so mean to yourself all the time why do you do this why so... do you know my soul Today, I feel torn between the pressure to get what I need and my desire for a grand romantic gesture. Okay. Just make sure you're not doing that thing where you reduce yourself to an object of desire. <laughs> All right. Don't, don't be too sexy. So, <laughs> do's. <laughs> Deep questions. Um, postcards. New favorite spot. Don't. Booby traps. Okay. <laughs> Don't booby traps. Your, your sexy plan, the booby traps? I guess. Man. And then I need to My... throw a virtual rave for okay. uh, Mercury that's in the air. Well, that's essentially what we're doing on Friday. Okay. This thing is full of some wild shit today. I know. My do's and don'ts. My do's are soup, lounging, and loose leaf tea. My don'ts, autopilot, isolation, pity party. Okay. So. I guess don't pity my allergy face. I'll just fucking suck it up. You're just sitting there self-sabotaging, trying to wallow in your own self-pity, and I'm just like, booby traps. (laughs) Oh, so you know what? I just said it out loud, and I realized it's like booby traps, like like to spring a trap. I took it as like booby traps. For real? Yeah, I did. Robert. <laughs> it just said don't don't reduce yourself to an object of desire, so I was already in that headspace, I guess. God. <laughs> and we're back. Hopefully you Welcome guys didn't back. think that was too too spooky, too weird. I if you hated it super a whole lot, send us an email and tell us why. <laughs> and then we'll probably say, Yeah, too bad. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um so I've been playing a game lately. Okay. Is it a dice game? No, uh, okay. it's a video game. Oh, okay. So, I actually I finished a game in, in its entirety. Uh, I'm 
gonna spoil it for you. It's called Backbone. Okay. Well, I've not it's heard of a, it, so. That's yeah, okay. it's like a it's a cool little indie game. It's a it's a raccoon detective is what you're playing. Uh, you told cell. me about that, but yeah. you didn't mention the name. So okay. Yeah. So you play as a raccoon, and you're in this like city, this really cool like noir type city where everybody's very very cool and fashionable and okay. everybody has banter and the dialogue is so snappy and fun and uh the city like every animal is pretty much a different race so there's like dogs cats bears squirrels raccoons oh my. yeah okay. <laughs> there's just a bunch of different little animals and the art stuff of this game is so flipping cool it's like it's it's 8-bit but new Ooh, okay so it's like it's it's really so it's what do, new what do you retro. call it yeah is that like is that the word for it is there a, a a name for that genre people well i mean there's a there's a ton of games that do that today that they're all yeah. built in the like pixel art style yeah um because really the one that kind of led the that led the charge was shovel knight yeah, kind of kind of in that vein. I'm going to send you like just some images from from this game because it has like one art style that it does in the actual game and then it has cutscenes that are in a different style. So this is the actual pixelation effect that you get. You know what? From... I think I think people just call it pixel art games now. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's yeah, it's like cool modern pixel art. I like that. It's not like Mario where he's four pixels high. Like this is a yeah. fully rendered enormous raccoon man in many, many pixels. I love that. Yeah. It's really cool. And then in the cutscenes, you get a different art style, which looks like this. It's really like kind of impressionist and brush strokey. It's really okay. like an illustration in a yeah. fancy book. So it's so so it's like gameplay and then the cutscenes, like games used to be, where like the games looked like shit, but then the cutscenes were like, "Whoa, look at that!" You know? Yeah. <laughs> but instead of rendering it, it's just a drawing. I love that. Yeah, it looks I love good. It. It's a really pretty game. I had really high hopes going into this game. So you start as this raccoon, and you're just contracted by uh, like a fox lady, I think, or maybe she was a, she was an otter. That's what it was. Um, she thinks her husband's cheating on him on her so you have to like go uh get a picture of him and like figure out what he's doing so you have to like break into this nightclub and be real sneaky and do the right dialogue options so you don't get kicked out and you this is where i'm gonna get into spoilers so you you break into this club and you find her husband is in there dead and he's being like chopped up and sold for meat to like hire members in society and as you go in this game, like the detective, he's, he's not, he's just a PI. He's not like a murder detective. So he's really reluctant to get into this. And you don't know, like, should I tell the lady that her husband is dead or should I just kind of like try to figure out what I can? Yeah. So there's a lot of like internal conflict in this raccoon man. And then you, uh, eventually just kind of go down, it's one of those mysteries that kind of goes all the way to the top. So there's like a secret society and like science is doing this crazy thing with weird experiments on animals and they're making animal hybrids. It's, it's really kind of Zootopia ish with like yeah. the, 
the uh, the strata of society and okay. animals and stuff. And then, like, once you really get into the story and you hit the climax of the game, uh, something happens. You break into the science facility where they're keeping this, like, gross organism that's kind of taking animals and converting them to other kinds of animals. And okay. it infects you. And you... Uh, the game just kind of peters out from there. <laughs> like you really hope that the game is going to go into like what happens when like, it's not even like a race to the finish. Like, Hey, you're going to be infected if you don't complete the game by this point. So you better try to solve it now. Right. Yeah. You'd think that, that there was something cool. you, you would think that they would do something along the lines of like, Hey, this disease is in you and it matters and it's going to fucking kill you if you don't do something. Yeah. But like, you basically just go on a series of fetch quests from there and he kind of gives up. Like he goes into a hobo town and is just like, I guess I live here now amongst the, uh, the shitty people of society, all the drug addicts and the, the people who can't make it in the, in the career world. So you go on some fetch quests for them and then, uh, you get captured by the science people. They do tests on you that you can do nothing about. And then eventually the goo like becomes you Okay. And you escape beyond the walls of the city and you're like, okay, now maybe I can find somebody who actually helps me. And then you don't, and you don't see what's happening with the city outside either. And then you just fall to the ground and die. <laughs> and that's the end of the game. Okay. It was the, the story setup was so damn good. Like it builds you to this crazy, cool climax and you're like, oh my God, things are happening. I've just killed my best friend. All this shit's going wild. And then the game just ends. And then it goes, just well, ends. you are just a tiny person and you didn't get to affect what's happening at all. I it, it really wanted to make some points. Like, I see what they were doing, like, with the different animal classes as racism and, like, just stratas of society. And it just has a lot of half-hearted ideas that it never really gives life to like yeah. nothing ever materializes into a, a coalesced story it's just like oh this is a really cool game that uh is over now thank you for playing okay I <laughs> so mean, they happen they happen i i had high hopes for this game like going into it i was like oh this art is amazing and this story is great there's all these cool different facets and they're all coming together it all it all and then creates went, one oh, good story we have to release this game tomorrow Yes, it. it was like, that's exactly how it felt. They were just like, okay, we have all this great story, and how do we end it? How about we just just end it? How about we don't? Because yeah. that's life. So I would recommend this game just because it's beautiful, it's indie, it's mystery. It's It's got all the elements that I love, but literally the story was such a letdown. I, yeah. I turned to Richard at the end of it, and I was like, that's it? That's it. <laughs> so, yeah. Play Backbone. Don't play Backbone. I can't tell you what to do. That's just my experience with it. I might have to watch it or something. Yeah. Know? It was only like five hours of gameplay, so it wasn't a oh, whole okay. lot. And honestly, you can skip the last two hours of it. <laughs> okay. Because you don't do shit. Well, that's sad. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of games, so I dropped this article in our discord earlier have you had the chance to look at the game called madison no so i'm gonna just read to you this one sentence 
Uh, okay. It's from Nosebleed Games. They revealed a trailer for Madison, a new horror game featuring cryptic puzzles, creepy corridors, and demonic entities. Does it remind you of anything? Uh, every horror game that comes out lately. Very Silent Hillish. It's very PT. Yeah. It's another game that's just like, ooh, we got that uh, that itch to make a game that happens in a corridor. <laughs> and, I mean, I've watched the trailer. It looks... It looks pretty good. It looks creepy. There's locations other than the corridor, so you're not just like walking through the same hallway over and over again, but it definitely has that vibe. Yeah. And I kind of wish that games would just just move away from just the hallway, guys. Just try something new. Just try something new. Anything new. We all loved that hallway. We loved it, you guys. It was great. It was fantastic. We're done with it, though. We're leaving the hallway now. <laughs> yeah, I just need something different. Yeah. Like, that is, like, the one thing that there is now. I mean, even even Silent Hill in and of itself was about a town. It wasn't about a hallway, you know? Yeah. It was much bigger. And, and I know that it's scarier to be more, like, claustrophobic in a way. Right. But that's more Resident Evil style. Resident Evil was always like you're in a house, you're in a train, like you are in a building, you know? Yeah. Whereas everybody else has always been, you are outside, like there's shit in the world that's scary, you know? Yeah. Like, I I get the draw of the hallway and like the creepiness of like you have to repeat the same thing over and over again, but it really feels like we and our lives are stuck in this hallway together and we're just yeah. repeating the same thing over and over again. And I would love a fresh new horror title. <laughs> just something yeah, that feels a, a little bit less like PT. Well, you know, we actually might be getting one. What's that? Uh, I mean, we've talked about it before, but Metroid Dread. Oh, yeah. I mean, so it's basically kind of a sci-fi horror game. In a way. Have you heard anything more about Dread? Not at all. Ugh. Except that people still can't buy anything because scalpers suck. God damn it. But I have been replaying them, though. Okay, how's that experience for you? So, I'm only on the second one so far. Like, that first game is very... I mean, Metroid has, like, a feel. You know? Yeah. It's very isolated. You're just doing your stuff, but, like... They're not really that spooky. And I'm playing the second one, well, the remake of Part 2 that was made by the people who are making Metroid Dread, right? Yeah. And the whole atmosphere and feel that they bring to that franchise is very tense and, like, I don't want to say, like, thriller-ish because you're not like, oh, like, what's going to happen, you know? But there's just this sense of dread, kind of, that just hangs around you. You know? Yeah. And I was like, I didn't realize that Metroid was actually a pretty good horror game. Like, it's tense. I didn't know that about you Metroid. Know. I thought it was, like, similar to Mario, but in space. Not at all. It's a very dark story. Okay. So, the new one is a mix of that atmosphere that's from Part 2, but I remember playing the fourth one. There's, like, a clone of you that, like, chases you around with, like, soulless eyes Ooh. and stuff, you know? Don't like that. And I feel like everybody runs to the horror game Outlast, right? Uh-huh. Because it was, like, the first game where, like, you have to just simply run from your enemies. You can't do anything about it, right? So is Outlast the one where you are kind of, like, 
You're a husband and wife team that crashes their helicopter in the no, woods. Not at all. There's what the hell is the name of that one? I don't know. It's but like it sounds cool. Well, so you're the husband and you wake up and your wife is missing and she was a journalist and she's like researching this creepy town that you've conveniently crash landed in. And it's basically like, you know, that genre of horror that's like, it's Baptist, but they worship deer. <laughs> yeah. It's basically that just like rednecks with a deer God and they, they chase you down. Um, so I just looked up husband, wife, horror game, and I'm not finding anything i'm very I curious outlast now. no because outlast is you alone with a video camera going into a mental institute trying to figure out what happened in there maybe it's outlast 2 it could be outlast 2 because i never played that one okay that i think that's it because it's that's what it's looking like here yeah that's what it is okay yeah i did never play that one okay i tried playing it it was boring <laughs> i mean I don't think, well, there's just nothing you can do. Like, there's there's only a run button. You can't yeah. do anything else. And that's part of its, like, scares, right? It's because, like, ah, oh, there's, like, a guy chasing me to kill me, and right. I can't do nothing, right? Everybody goes to that one to, like, make it, make it feel that way, right? Yeah. That Metroid 4 game with your, like, soulless clone, that's what you do in that game. You are this powerful bounty hunter, but... When it's around, it's so much more powerful than you. All you can do is run and hide. Creepy. And there's segments of the game where you have to, like, find a hole to hide in and, like, wait for it to quit searching for you and leave. You know? <laughs> yeah, okay. And I didn't realize how horror game sounding that was. That's pretty horror-y, yeah. You know? So, really excited for that. I haven't played that fourth one in a long time, but I'm playing the second one now. Um... They're just great games. Everyone should play them. They're fantastic. Okay. So are you playing them on your Raspberry Pi? or? So the second game is on the 3DS, so I'm actually playing it there. Because I don't know okay. how a DS game would work on the Raspberry Pi. Yeah, I don't know. So I'm not even attempting that. Okay. I have it on something that's easy to play it on, so I am. Good. All right. But uh, so, yeah, I'm making my way through that. Three more months until the new one. I'm excited. I'm excited, too. I hope they release, like, some more trailers or something before they drop it and not just be like, here it is. Did you know it's it's basically set to be the game that saves the franchise? I mean, what do you, what do you mean by that? Because it's, <clears throat> it's not a dead franchise, right? Everybody loves Metroid. No. Nobody loves it. Really? The people that love it just love it a lot. Okay. It is one of Nintendo's worst-selling franchises that they've what? ever released. Dang. That's why they don't make them. Because nobody wants them. Like, they, like they never sell. The highest-selling one ever was Metroid Prime on the GameCube, and that was 2002. You know? And there's been five games since then. Like, people do not buy these games. They never sell. Okay. So it's considered like one of the worst franchises that 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 they have huh and so they don't usually put a lot of effort into them because well like they don't even sell a million copies if that puts it in any kind of respect to you yeah that's that's not as many as i thought yeah they've never even cracked a million except for that one game damn they don't sell people don't buy them the pre-orders for metroid dread 
because, you know, the Switch is, you know, in like 50 million hands, right? Yeah. They've blown every other game out of the water like tenfold with the pre-orders for this one alone. Wow, okay. So Nintendo's really seeing like, oh, maybe people do want this. Because people are like noticing Metroid Dread for some reason. Probably just because there's a bunch of Switches in hands, you know? That and the fact that we don't have a whole lot of games coming out this year anyway, so... Yeah, and actually, it since that trailer dropped, Metroid has become the top-selling game on the Wii U. Wow. Because people are going to the Wii U to play the old games because there's no way to play them. Okay. So, actually, it's now topping the charts on the Wii U right now. That's ridiculous. Like, it's becoming a whole thing of people trying to replay these old Metroid games. And a lot of people are like, just put Game Boy games on the Switch online thing then. Just give us Game Boy games, and then we can all give you money and play them easily. Right. But they haven't done it. So it's like set to be the game that saves the franchise and potentially makes pe- makes Nintendo go, alright, this is worth making. Okay. Well, fingers crossed. I'm ready. Uh, so also in the world of video game news, did you hear... About the Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl fighting game. Can I click it? Sure. <laughs> I have not. not okay, so Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl is a new fighting game that pits Nickelodeon's most famous characters against each other in pitched combat. It's essentially like Smash Bros, but Nickelodeon. I mean, that's cool. <laughs> it's weird. I So... They filled the roster with like some some strange characters. They they they've got Nigel Thornberry. They've got Oblina from All Real Monsters. Oh, cool! Reptar, Danny Phantom. They have Powdered Toast Man from Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, Powdered Toast. <laughs> okay, this sounds amazing to me. I I like the idea of it. I'm confused at the execution. I I guess they're probably going for more towards our generation because we're the ones who are who are obsessed with smash in the first place so i mean that's why they're including these characters that are so old and irrelevant to current nickelodeon fans like i don't know if anybody under 30 who knows who powdered toast man is i love him that's fantastic i love him too um well yeah I i you remember the playstation version of smash bros right no, I only ever played Smash Bros. Melee, and that was just because Dez had it. Oh, okay. I mean, everybody has tried to, like, capitalize on that idea. Yeah. But no one's done it well. Pretty much. I mean, this this could be fun. I doubt it's going to be as good. Yeah. But if this were, like, a $40 game, I'd probably buy it day one just to, just to try what? it out. For $40, you'd purchase this game? <laughs> probably so. Okay. Definitely not for like 70 bucks like they cost now. I'd play it for free on Xbox Game Pass, but that's as far as I'd go. <laughs> but I mean, it's got Ninja Turtles in there. SpongeBob, it's got a little Sandy, bit of everything. Patrick. I don't know what the Loud House is, so. I also don't know what that is. I think it's a newer. Uh, but Helga from Hey Arnold, she would kick yeah. everyone's ass. That unibrow, she's going to whip it off her face and, and then stab friggin- you with it. You, you just wanted to play Zim. I know oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so here's the thing. Actually, to make this game worth it for me to want it, you ready? Okay. It's got to have the actual voice actors. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. Like, are you going to have actual Nigel Thornberry come do this shit? Because he was voiced by Tim Curry, wasn't he? Yeah. So, 
I guess maybe they'll just use like old dialogue from uh maybe for him but like do not give me somebody pretending to be these people no I need these people I think all these people could be done and actually another game update I'm playing the Ratchet and Clank game right now for the PlayStation 5 all right uh Zim is in it what the guy that plays Zim is one of the robots in the game and we were both (laughs) like is that Invader Zim it's totally him Okay, cool. So, I mean, he's still around doing stuff. He can totally come back and do this. Yeah. I think that would be the point for me. Give me the real people. Yeah. Don't give me knockoffs of these characters or else no go. No. Because if it's all just rehashes of old voice lines from the show, you would know, you know? Pretty much, yeah. Like, that's not going to work. But I guess I I'll have to that... watch Danny Phantom before this comes out, so I'll know who that is. I just want Nigel Thornberry to be, like, smashing with every single move he does. That's all I want. That's all he's going to say. That's <laughs> all we need from him, right? He's he's just going to, like, smash people and they go, nom, 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 and then just laugh all <laughs> weird, you know? Man. <sighs> well, you know what? I'm going to close this out with one more thing. Because okay. we talked about that, that, uh, that Switch last time, the new OLED Switch. Yeah. And I happened to find an article the next day and I was like, man, I wish this had come out the day before because they're right. This was a really weird trailer for it. Okay. Posted an article in here for you. We'll post it for all you guys to click as well. But you said you didn't really watch the trailer for it, right? No, I didn't. Okay. I remember thinking this. There's a guy in the trailer... So you know how, like, the Switch trailers are always like, look at, like, all these places you can play it. Like, here you are on a plane. Here you are skydiving off of a mountain, you know? In bed, yeah. Yeah. There's a guy who comes home from work. Like, like he comes in his front door. He opens the door. And you know how some people have, like, a little bench in their entryway so they can sit down, like, take their shoes off real quick or something, you know? Sure. He just sits down and starts playing his game for hours. (laughs) Okay. And the internet lost their mind about it yeah they were like nobody does that yeah why would you do this they're like this guy looks like he can't play it anywhere else because he'll get in trouble so he's like hiding away from his family (laughs) i have to hide from my mean wife like yeah they won't let me play it the kids are using the tv so i'll just sit in the entryway of my house you know fucking weird i'm watching it now again just to like like it's why why like it's almost one of those weird, like, Peloton kind of things. Like, you don't understand <laughs> how people will really operate with your product in the real world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Pretty much. Like, nobody's, nobody watched this and went, dude, I c- that's me. That's how I do this, you know? That's me. I work all day so I can come home and sit in my hallway immediately. <laughs> yeah. I love what this one person said. They, they were like, come on realistically this guy's sitting on the toilet playing for hours oh yeah you know that till your legs go numb oh dude i've done that several times with my switch (laughs) guys love playing game dude my my game boy has seen so much toilet time because you'll just be like playing pokemon and you're like oh wait i caught like 40 of them i gotta get up you know (laughs) okay You you just get wrapped up in the moment i suppose and you know what? Maybe maybe that's what this guy did. He just was like, oh, I can't wait to play. And then he just got immobilized by how great his game was. I and guess, how, yeah. And how great it looked on his OLED Switch. 
It looks so nice in this hallway. Perfect lighting. Gotta play it right here. But I actually do remember when that trailer was happening, I was like, why? <laughs> if you look, it's a wooden bench. It's not even padded. It's not comfy. That's not comfy. Why are you doing this? This is a bad marketing ploy that they put in there. It's just, it doesn't, it doesn't sell. Not great, Nintendo. No. I thought that was funny, too, when I read this. Um, <laughs> it is funny. This guy in this one tweet said, you know what? I do that sometimes. That 9 to 5 really do be taking a lot out of you. <laughs> and then here's people going, I actually do this. That's, these people are lying. They're, they're hired from Nintendo. Yeah, no way. These are plants. This guy said, this is adult father gaming. <laughs> For like you know, I, five minutes before your kid comes in. I don't want my kids to see me playing because then they'll be like, what you playing? It's like this time me and Taylor went to the laundromat before we had our own washer dryer, right? Yeah. And I was like, well, we're going to be here for a while. So I took my Switch and all these little kids just like swarmed me like, what you doing? God, like, well, yeah. You know, playing my Switch. And they're like, can I play it? I'm like, no. You're a stranger and you have weird hands. Go away, tiny child. like garlic for some reason yeah i was like why would i let you have my switch go away <laughs> i do not know you be you gone not related to me by birth All you right. ready to hide from our shadow clones i am folks thank you for sticking around to the end and i want you to please tell your friends about us and help us grow our audience don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite platform so you never ever miss a dang episode because we release weekly every single monday haven't missed one yet never ever will probably uh if you got a second to rate and review us on apple Podcasts, that is the gold star of podcast measurements that really helps us out so so much and don't forget you can find us and friend us on every social media we are ymb toap on twitter instagram tiktok facebook youtube and twitch uh we also want to give just another big shout out to our patrons we love you guys you help push us forward in everything we do but again i'm gonna throw it out there i want an email don't forget the poor ymbtoap at gmail.com email. It is lonely. It is dusty. It is full of cobwebs. It's ready for fresh ideas to come pouring in. Uh, did, did, did you know what a baby horse was called? Do you have kittens? Do you have advice for me on how to raise little kittens on, and like how to get them to use the litter box? Write in and let me know. I need to Do know. Do you want one of these kittens? That's coming. <laughs> For real, you want one? You want all three? Here you go. Our theme song is The Grimaper Blows the Horn by Farage. Please check him out on YouTube. He's got the good tunes. And as always, thank you so much for listening and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. Where are you going to play your OLED switch? Nowhere, because you won't get one. One more important sound we wanted you to hear. Yes, I'm offended at you. Why? I'm offended. I sent you that lovely Shrek the Musical thing of Lord Farquaad in the bathtub, and you're all his grossed out by his legs. feet. That's I how my watched... feet look, Kelsey. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's feet look like that. No, they do not. And Terrible. rightly so.